Shalom and welcome to Parasha Espresso, your weekly fix for spiritual lessons taken from the Parasha. Grab your coffee and let's take a look at the weekly Torah reading. Today we'll be looking at Parasha Tetzaveh, which runs from Exodus chapter 27 verse 20 to chapter 30 verse 10. Enjoy it and don't forget to give us your feedback on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube or via our website. Have you ever heard of Ralph Lauren, Levi Strauss, and Calvin Klein? Of course you have. After all, who hasn't got a pair of Levi's in their closet next to a polo shirt and a bottle of obsession in their bathroom cupboard? But did you know that these famous designers are all Jewish? Yes, these Jewish clothing designers and many others have become household names in the fashion industry over the years. But the involvement of our Jewish people in the designing and production of exquisite garments is not a thing of recent years. It's older than drainpipe jeans and turtleneck sweaters. Yes, to find the first Jewish fashion trailblazers, we're going to have to go all the way back to Sinai. In case you hadn't guessed it, clothing is the topic of this week's parasha. If last week's portion reads like an IKEA instruction manual, then this one reads like a Gucci catalog. God has a new collection of very specific garments that he wants the Kohanim, the priests, to wear. God goes into great detail to describe the exact design. It's clear that these garments are going to be very exclusive. Indeed, only the priests are allowed to wear them, and the Kohen Agadol, the high priest, gets the best clothes of all, complete with some very elaborate accessories. The rest of the portion talks about special incense, perfume that is to be burnt, and also an elaborate ceremony to inaugurate the priests. However, we are again left wondering about how this concerns us today in the 21st century. But again, if we look deeper, there is a profound message for us here. God wanted his people, and especially the people closest to him, the priests, to look different. There was supposed to be a special something in how we dressed and how we behaved that was supposed to attract the surrounding nations to us, and ultimately, to our God. After all, in an earlier chapter of Shemot, we learn that we are supposed to be a kingdom of priests. Priests between a holy God and the rest of the world who didn't have any knowledge of God. Quite a responsibility. We better make sure that we are dressed for the part. So the clothing of the priests, and indeed the whole of the Torah, was supposed to set us apart from the others, to make us different. If we would listen to God, then the other nations of the world would be attracted to us and to our God. If we didn't, then they would hate the fact that we are different and find us reprehensible. It's interesting that today the Haredim still stand out as very different by what they wear, even if their fashion sense is not found in the pages of the Torah. But we were not only supposed to look different on the outside, the special clothing was ultimately a symbol for our behavior. We were supposed to be different and behave differently. We were supposed to be unique. However, as we flick through the pages of the Tanakh, we constantly read that our people behave just like the nations surrounding us. Instead of them being attracted to us by our metaphorical clothes, our, our behavior, we were attracted to them. We sacrificed our children to false gods. We murdered and pillaged. We gave up our special status and wanted to become just like them. We threw our Levi's in the trash and went to H&M instead. Instead of being special, unique, we became like everyone else. Thankfully, that's not the end of the story. Fast forward several thousand years, and we find that despite our terrible behavior, God has intervened again to give us a new dress code. 
except that this time it's not literal clothing for the priest, but rather it's what we do and how we act that we're supposed to wear or put on. We read in the New Covenant, the Brit HaChadashah, that when the Messiah died for us and rose again, he gave us the chance to put on new clothes, a new chance to live as we should. Our old clothes, our human nature, were dirty, broken and worn out. They needed replacing because we'd ruined them. We hadn't been the people we were supposed to be. We'd copied the depravity of the nation surrounding us. Today, it's exactly the same with you and me. We're not the people we're supposed to be. Instead of loving, we hate. Instead of making peace, we make war. Instead of looking out for the poor, we exploit them. Today, we too are in desperate need of a change of clothes. Through the death and resurrection of the Messiah, we have the chance to have new metaphorical clothes and live like we should live. Rather than sewing a patch over an old hole, the Messiah gives us the possibility to do the good things that God wants us to do as individuals and also as a society. We can do the right things because He changes our heart. He gives us a new wardrobe. Fashion comes and goes, but style stays forever, was Coco Chanel's claim. I'd like to adapt that a little bit. Fashion comes and goes, but the new clothes, the new nature given us by God, will last forever. In a world of ever-changing fashion trends and clothing confusion, it's a comfort to remember that what's on the inside is the most important, not what's on the outside. Regardless of whether you wear clothes from Prada or from Primark, God can change your very being and give you new clothes, living as we should because of a changed life. Isn't it time you changed your wardrobe? That's it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed our Parasha Espresso. Please don't forget to subscribe to make sure you get the latest episodes. We'd love to hear from you, so please get in touch with us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, or via our website at youthenfearjesus.de.